Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Energy Report on the New Story Podcast with me, Rebecca Conran. This week, we are looking at the Energy Report for May the 20th, 2019, to May 26, 2019. Can you believe it? Nearly summertime. And this week, we're going to celebrate happy birthday to Gemini. But our weekly theme is, it is safe for me to trust my gut reactions. And the tarot card I pulled this week was the Seven of Cups. The Seven of Cups is a card that's about choices and being wise in how we make them. Kind of cards are about emotions and feminine energy. And when we make choices, we tend to either only choose from a very reactive emotional place or from a purely logical, rational place. So this week is really about going a little bit deeper, really balancing those two aspects. Um, Seven represents our truth. Yes, we each have a truth that we see from our level of perception. And then there's the higher truth. All paths are not the same. Although in divine truth, even though some paths may be more difficult, you will always find your way back to source regardless. But for each of us, uh, and for many of us right now, especially mm, listeners uh, here, you know, we're tired of choosing based on our conditioning and our brainwashing and what's expected of us. And we feel deeply called to choose from a place of personal power. And sometimes that might be uh, needing to override mental hangups around choosing based on what our gut tells us and our intuition tells us. Sometimes saying no to a subpar path is really hard. We definitely second-guess ourselves. Trust, though, that by following divine truth, you will be rewarded with a more peaceful and fulfilling existence. So with this week's energy, you know, red flags are not pretty decorations. Are we listening to our intuition? If something doesn't feel right about a path, say no or wait until it feels like a yes. If something doesn't feel like a yes in your whole body, maybe it's not the right time to choose, or maybe it's not the right avenue for you. But again, no matter what, all paths lead us to source regardless. You can't choose in a way that will not be beneficial for your spiritual growth. The weekly ritual this week is to focus on solar plexus meditation. The solar plexus is the seat of our willpower, our self-esteem, our recorded childhood memories, and it's a major psychic receptive center that's located behind our navel. A lot of very sensitive uh, beings, which I'm sure many of you are that are listening, will have issues with this uh, belly area as you sort of grow in your awakening and come to terms with your empathic gifts. And if you have a lot of energy blockage, you might be finding that you feel it uh, intensely in the belly. And if this is true and you're having trouble uh, supporting yourself, Um, You might want to do some energy work with a medium like myself or someone that's a trusted advisor of your own. Um, But this week, we're going to see if we can tune into this energy center each day and set the intention for personal power. 
So before you open your eyes on a morning, I want you to just place your hands on your belly. You could even do it right now just to practice. And visualize in your mind's eye the sun, that big, beautiful, golden, yellow sun. And I want you to envision it glowing bright and expansive in your belly, feeling that infinite power building in your belly, empowering all your daily actions and all of your intentions. Notice if there's been any discomfort in this area and ask that it be supported and cleared now. Tune into what you need with your eyes still closed and how you will nourish this center each day, visualizing success in all you do, letting that light of the sun be the fuel to your fire, your belly fire. Okay, so this week... We have one major shift happening, and that's on Tuesday, the 21st of May. The sun is going to enter Gemini. So after a pretty deep, as well as financially and romantically, tumultuous journey through Taurus, and all that was cleansed and purged and outgrown to do with our physical experience, we head into curious and active Gemini. Our entry into Gemini also means summer is just around the corner and we can really start to expand outwardly and hopefully the weather will improve. The sun is our collective self. Gemini is a mutable air sign, meaning it's talkative and social, and although changeable at times. Change is a necessary part of our experience, but changing directions to avoid depth, well, that's another story altogether. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, so there will be a focus on how we think and communicate. But sometimes when we're focused on the mind, we tend to avoid our feelings or skip over them or distract from them because we don't really want to do that kind of yucky feeling stuff. We want to just do the fun searching knowledge stuff. Well, let's integrate both this week. We want to make connections with this energy. This energy is great for connecting the dots with our process and what's going on with us, with our emotional process, our mental process. Um, So this is a good time to make mental headway for ourselves. If you wanted to work with affirmations at this time and positive influences and study, this is going to be a great time to do that. A lot of good mind energy. So there's a lot of energy during this time to figure things out for ourselves. Uh, Meditation and visualization and setting intentions and journaling, that's all going to be really powerful work uh, while we're in Gemini. As long, of course, as we stay in the most nourishing and nurturing practices possible for each of us individually each day. So that means that even in our self-care, making sure that it's the right amount, that we're not pushing ourselves to the limit, that we are not trying to be perfect or escape our feelings, that we are just supporting ourselves, accepting ourselves, and unconditionally loving ourselves. So this is a really great time to get mentally stimulated, to talk, to teach, to take a class, to share, to express ourselves. If you've wanted to perform and sing, you know, your songs, this would be a good time. Um, You know, it's a good time to put out there the things that you want to say. 
Try not to overwhelm yourself with scattered energy and interest during this time. Try to stay focused still. But if you have things on your list to mentally pursue, ideas to hone or share, this is the time. So I have coming up in five weeks' time my weekend retreat. Again, May is closed now, uh, but June uh, is open, the 28th to the 30th. And it's just going to be a wonderful weekend of restorative yoga, sound bath, guided meditation, tarot, uh, really lots of fun stuff. And if you're coming from out of town and you want an extra night, uh, we can arrange that um, for an additional fee. Um, And we're going to eat all organic food. And it's just like a beautiful experience. And at the end of June, we'll be opening up the pool and it is in the woods and it is gorgeous. So this is going to be a real fairy experience. So I would recommend signing up now and you can pay uh, in full later. So you sign up with your deposit and it's in Patterson, New York. It is about an hour and a half from New York City. Super easy. It's about a $15 um, uh, Metro North ride. Uh, It's super accessible and really beautiful and is going to be a great weekend. Thank you to the patrons of the Energy Report. Um, If you're interested in donating any amount, you may do so through my Patreon link. Uh, I have a guided meditation up there right now um, for my patrons. Uh, It's the Healing with Venus guided meditation. So we just went into Venus and Taurus, so please utilize that if you're a patron. Uh, It is posted on my page for you that's the only you guys can see. Uh, Finally, I have some coaching packages uh, at the moment, some discounted packages. If you need uh, sustained accountability and support, uh, maybe that's for you. Maybe you need some kind of sustained energy work too. I have a package where we can work together for 30 minutes every week, so sort of like a therapy session but of course, with all of the added uh, support of energy healing, guided meditation, etc. And then I have uh, some other discounted packages. So check them out on my website. I'm going to link it in the show notes, but it's www.rebeccaconran.com. And you look up under sessions. Okay, loves, I will see you next week. Oh, no, you know what? I'm not ready to let you go yet because... Last week on my Instagram, I uh, asked some questions. I asked what the listeners would like to hear. Um, So I am going to uh, answer a couple of those questions while we're here on the line. So one of the questions was, Tarot, how do you deepen your relationship to it? I uh, find that tarot is something that is best studied when you really study it under your own experience. So if you pull a card for the week for yourself or um, you do a reading for yourself and you just continually do this, um, you will start to really feel the definition of the cards and the advice and it will start to symbolically sink into your to your, to your mind, you know, and then you will just start to absorb how to share that with other people as well. Um, just like with astrology, I find that the best way to tackle it is in a really patient manner, a personal manner, um, and to try not to overload yourself. There are, there is one book that I really love and that's Alejandro Hodorowski's book, Way of the Tarot. 
Um, I just love that book because I really prefer it when the information is individualized. So it's always about the individual. And it isn't necessarily about, oh, this card represents this person who is doing this to you. I prefer to do readings that are based on what I can do for myself, uh, how I can empower myself, etc. So with tarot, if you have goals around tarot, um, have a ritual for yourself. Maybe you pull a card for yourself each week. Um, and then you sort of uh, can channel the answers. You can, if you have some books or if you have some websites you follow that have tarot meanings, write down in your journal. You know, you will, you can create a past, present, future reading or any kind of reading for yourself uh, or just a general one card advice for the week. And then I would do a little bit of research on that card. And then whatever really stands out to you, just jot that down in your journal and keep that as your intention for the week. You'll know, because the cards have a lot of different meanings, you'll know each week the thing that you really need to hear because it'll stand out to you as you're doing your research. And you don't have to give yourself a shit ton of time to do it. You can just do it, do a 30-minute reading for yourself each week. Um, But that's my advice on really learning how to deepen your relationship with the tarot is just through um, really connecting with it on a regular basis and uh, and letting the tarot show you how to use it. One other question that I received was sobriety and being sober and being sober curious. If you're sober curious, you probably should stop drinking or doing whatever it is that you're doing that you feel like you need to get sober from. Um, That's one of those ways where we just really need to listen to our gut and what our gut tells us. I think if you have a really difficult time with any kind of substance, 12-step programs are helpful because they give you a place to go. Uh, And I always recommend at least going for 30 to 90 days if you have a really deep issue and you cannot stop drinking and it is becoming dangerous for you. They are built to really support those kinds of uh, problems. You can also work with coaches uh, like myself or others to stay accountable and to kind of work through any uh, sort of um, compulsion of, of what's really underneath, what's the belief system, what needs nurturing underneath. So it definitely also helps to get support by any means possible. Have an accountability buddy, whatever it might be. You know, I always think that it's always a good idea to give yourself a nice long break from something. For many of us, the amount of attention and time we've given alcohol and stimulants or drugs throughout our lives has been a lot. And it's totally fine if you give your body a whole chunk of time where you don't uh, ingest anything that may be called a substance or a stimulant. But you know, if you're going to do it, do it right and really give yourself some time. Okay. So give yourself at least 30 days, give yourself 60 days, give yourself 90 days, give yourself a big chunk, something to really bite your teeth into. You will feel so proud afterward and it really will help you to rework the way that you feel and uh, behave around substances, you will become more conscious if you just give yourself a break. And of course, if you're having any kind of an emotional hard time, it is never a bad idea to cut out anything that may be exacerbating the way that you feel. All right, loves. So that's it for me today. And I will tune in to you all next week. Sending you love.